Hello and welcome back to Calling Monster Island, where I, the host Godzilla Kid, will tell you all there is to know about Godzilla. And today, in honor of Anime April, we will be covering the second and final season of Pacific Rim The Black. Now, if you've followed my podcast for at least since last year, you'll probably know that I freaking love Pacific Rim The Black. It has amazing characterization. And just really, really good plot and story elements that make it shine as probably one of the best animes I've ever seen. And by far, my favorite anime. And this is coming from a guy who has seen so many different animes. Even watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, considered... Which is an anime that is considered to be one of the best parts of film ever made. I still think this trumps it as the superior anime. Only because this is this is just a good show. Um, but without further ado, I think we should get into it. Because this is going to be quite a long episode, actually. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, so, the plot for Season 2. Um, pick, it picks up exactly where Season 1 left off. It, it's, it's beautiful how well this flows. Um, so, in Season 1, uh, we saw a boy... The, you know, the little, the little uh, human boy. Uh, we saw him turn into a kaiju uh, at the end of uh, season one. And basically, we end up uh, realizing that, you know, this is a kaiju who is willing to fight for its protectors or whoever it is bonded with. And so, uh, Haley. Um, one of our main characters from last season, uh, really expands that a lot. Um, actually getting him to turn back into a, uh, into his human state. And it's really moving seeing the connection that they have. Um, yeah. Um, but anyways, that does not last long, um. They hug and reunite, and then freaking boy runs off into the city alleyways, where, of course, there are a bunch of kaiju there, because why not? Um, but this actually is from none other than the Sisters of the Kaiju. Um, the Sisters of the Kaiju are these really creepy-looking, uh, uh, cult followers, and so, well, the Sisters of the Kaiju is a cult, but these, these people in, the, the cult followers look extremely creepy, is what I'm trying to get out of my mouth, uh, but anyways, um, basically, uh, they think that Boy is what they call the Kaiju Messiah, and so they keep looking for Boy, and, um, they cannot find him. 
So they, well, they, they, what am I saying? They cannot find him. They end up hunting him down, uh, and getting him, uh, like luring him close to them. And then they make a kaiju tick bite him in the chest and like not let go of him at all. And then May, probably, I have decided my favorite character of this show, um, while Haley and Taylor are trying to get this kaiju tick off of Boy, um, May just friggin' shoots it, and she's like, wow, that sure worked really well, and then, um, they're like, we don't know how to heal him because he's not a human, he's kaiju, and also, it's kaiju tick, and not many people have really seen those things or what they do to, like, anything. So, what actually are we gonna do? Well, um, May apparently knows this one guy who is obsessed with kaiju and has absolutely no sanity whatsoever. And so, May is like, okay, uh, we'll go there. They tell, they, hmm, she tells, uh, Alien Taylor where to go. And they go visit Bunyip Man, as everybody calls him. And, um, he's insane. Uh, so he thinks that he's, uh, bonded, uh, quotation marks, with, uh, the kaiju. Um, he is not bonded with anything at all. He's given them a bunch of food, and then they revolt against him when he doesn't give them food. Because, seriously, that's literally what happens. And so then, as they're trying to escape from the Valley of Kaiju, as they call it, uh, they run into the sisters, again, who ins- who keep telling them to give them the freaking Kaiju Messiah. They, li- they literally have a cross and surround it with a bunch of wood, and then they light it on fire, and then, with wood, they spell out the child, like, they're trying to get a freaking Baby Yoda toy at at the beginning of 2020. It's actually insane. Um, but yeah, they are, like, really, really trying to get this, this child. Um, so anyways, Haley, of course being emotionally damaged, uh, severely from, like, mm, boy, anyways, uh, being severely emotionally damaged because of boy, and a boy being, you know, almost killed, uh, she is like, we cannot give him to them, because they will literally just make him forget everything that he's ever known, and make him into a savage kaiju, even though that's not what he is. And Taylor is like, but that's the only way to get out of here, and I'm a selfish little dork, and I'm gonna do literally whatever I can to get out of here. So then, May nearly shoots Taylor, because she's like, there is literally no way to get out of here. Um, besides, boy, do not get, do not get rid of our leverage. And then Haley gets mad at May for calling 
essentially what she views as her son, Leverage, and she just, she, like, this entire scene is, like, hard to watch because it, it is extremely, extremely tense. Like, everybody hates each other here. It's, it's so hard to watch. And it, like, that is one of the only scenes in this entire show um, that actually, like, really made me cry. Because, like, there are scenes, like, there's a lot of scenes in the show where it just made me tear up. But in this season specifically, that made me cry. Because I was like, why? You guys are a family. Why are you fighting? Well, it's because, you know, if, uh, if this whole thing wouldn't have happened, um, nothing in the plot would have been impacted at all. So I actually don't know why they put a fighting scene in here. Actually, I do know why. It's for emotional depth and getting attached to the characters. I'll talk about that later. Um, because there is absolutely no way we could cover all the monsters in Monster Design because of the Valley of the Kaiju. So there's literally only, what, one new Kaiju in this thing? Yeah, like one new Kaiju. And that's going to be hard to explain uh, the, the how this thing looks. But anyways, um, so yeah. It's, it's beautiful. This is, it's such a beautiful scene because you're literally seeing this family, these people that have bonded with each other so much over the course of this, of the last season, tear each other to shreds. Like, literally, I know, I know that May is very, very torn down, like, Everything that has to do with May, she ha- she like does not understand humanity at all because of what happened with her and Shane in season one. But seriously, she puts a gun to Taylor's head and is like, seriously, don't get rid of our leverage. Like, it's a tense scene. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that happens. Anyways, after what seems like 10 hours of literally just them fighting. Seriously, I I got very attached to these characters. I did not want them to fight. It was it was like hard to see them like fight each other. So anyways, after essentially um 5 minutes of them fighting, uh Taylor waits until May and Haley are asleep anyways and just goes out and gets rid of Boy like all of season 1 never happened. Um, because he's a jerk. They really, they really want to characterize Taylor as a jerk, but then he always has some kind of redeem, like, redemption arc. But anyways, anyways. Um, so then Haley wakes up and she starts crying, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And just pounding at the ground and, like, screaming at Taylor because she is so mad at him. Um, like, and she has every reason to be. Like, this is literally the only semblance of a son to her. Like, everybody in her village, or their their stronghold from season one, literally died. 
and she has been blaming it on herself the entire show. And now the only semblance of a relationship with any kind of character that she has gotten is basically a son, and you just gave him away. What is wrong with you? Do you have any humanity? Like, at all? Because seriously, you do not give away another person's son to a cult. What the frick is wrong with you? Anyways. Then. We literally see them inject kaiju blood into boy. Which heals his wound, thankfully. Um, but then. Then. Um. Yeah, really what happens is. Uh, Shane gets there, um, and he kills some of the sisters, and then he rescues one. And guess who it turns out to be? It's, uh, Brina. If you don't know who Brina is, yeah, guess what? I didn't either. Um, it was, um, it, it was Haley and Taylor's mom, apparently? Um, except now, apparently injecting kaiju blood into a human makes their skin crack and, like, turn them gray. And make their eyes, like, dangerously blue. It was, it was really weird. And she kept trying to bite at them like she was an animal or something. It was incredibly weird, but I liked how they, how they expanded what the sisters of the kaiju are. Because the sisters at this point, it's literally just, oh, scary monster cult who want boy. No, now it's freaking we inject people with kaiju blood and make them bow to their leader. What? Huh? What is happening? So anyways... Then... Literally out of nowhere. Um, the high priest starts performing a very, very long prayer. Like, turning boy over to the kaiju side shouldn't have taken nearly this long, but it did. And it's it's implied that he's not even fully on... The kaiju side, it is so, so weird what happens. Anyways, then we actually get kind of a cool scene with Shane drifting with uh, Brina. And literally what happens is, uh, so it's it's implied that the priestess is literally inside every single one of the sisters' heads. So... The High Priestess basically brainwash them so that they cannot control their own body or what they do. Or what they say or anything. So Shane literally is running through this, like, hallway, almost, of, like, all of Brina's past memories. And the actual Brina is trapped inside of one of those memories. And it's the, ma- it's the memory of Haley being born. 
And so Brina is talking to Shane inside of Brina's mind and goes, Listen, all right, I can't leave this memory because if I do, um, I'm probably gonna die. Like, not gonna lie, if I leave this memory, I will die. And the High Priestess will hunt me down. Like, if I don't die, then the High Priestess will literally hunt me down, find me, and find some way to either turn me back over to the sisters, or to kill me. So you being here, you're going to die either way, and you being here is a mistake. You should, like, not be drifting anymore. Please stop for your own safety. And then Shane is like, No, I'm gonna get you out of here, Brina. Don't worry. It'll be alright. So he, he ends up getting her out, and then he dies. So it was, like, a really cool sacrificial moment um, where an actual character arc of somebody being a jerk paid off, which I thought was actually pretty cool because, you know, that, like, doesn't happen in this show at all. Everybody's a jerk, and everybody's a broken character, and it doesn't really matter if you don't want them to be like that. They are. So, this entire season was kind of just, like, the redemption season, and I really, really liked that. Um, so yeah. There you go. Wow. (laughs) Um, so basically, a lot of stuff happens. Um, Brina ends up dying. Um... She, so, basically drifting with Shane did absolutely nothing to help her in any capacity. So, then what proceeds to happen, again, well, not not again, what proceeds to happen is Brina fights a kaiju. She fights Rip, uh, um, a Ripper, which is one of the dog kaiju. The, like, the human-sized ones. And that, like... It's so weird because it literally tail-whips her, but it's intended that she, It's implied that she got a cut in the stomach. So I don't know if there's a spike on the end of its tail or what, but, like, it literally... It literally cuts her by, like, tail-whipping her. Huh? What? Huh? What was that? It, like it it actually didn't make sense. How or why that happened. But you know what? It did in fact happen. So, there you go. So Brina dies. That's an extremely sad scene that also made me cry. Because, you know, we gotta have those emotional scenes in our Pacific Rim anime. In a... About a movie that really wasn't... Okay, yeah, it had a lot of emotion to it. 
But I mean, look at Pacific Rim Uprising. It literally was like giant mech goer, and it jumped high and run fast and no emotion, just bam, bam, bam. Ha. Huh. But anyways, this was an incredibly, incredibly emotion, se- emotion, emotional season. I'm 20 minutes into the episode and I haven't even got past past the plot. But anyways. Then, what proceeds to happen is there's like six members of the of the 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 maid that mm, sisters the sisters left and the high priestess is the only one remaining after this giant battle um apex meets up with boy again and wipes all his memories of the sisters and restores his memories yeah anyways stuff happens um the high priestess six a cat six on them which, if you don't know what that terminology is, a Category 6 is the strongest kaiju, is one of the strongest kaiju in the Pacific Rim universe. That's how strong it is. So this Cat 6 um, basically demolishes Atlas and nearly kills Boy. So, Loa the the ai of of atlas is like has this whole lore dump and is like i killed some of my pilots because they like basically they wanted to do stuff and i wouldn't let them do stuff and i killed them and i'm taking the blame because i was programmed with an emotions chip so, yeah, I'm not letting you guys die. Get saved, kids. So, anyways, they get saved by an AI, and um, a nuclear explosion goes off and kills this Cat 6. So, you know, that's all fine and dandy. However, we also had um, PPDC Jaegers. Uh, literally shooting at um, uh, Atlas because, you know, uh, brain dead in the black. Am I right? Anyways, um, then we move on and we get to the end. Everybody reunites. May is con- May and Boy are considered a part of the family, and it ends in a very tearful scene. Of, uh, Haley Taylor and their dad Travis, or not Travis? I don't even remember what his name is. Uh, visiting their mom's uh, uh, grave. It's it's so it's so heartfelt. Um. Anyways, I forgot to mention that Spider from the first season appears again out of nowhere. Um, he literally comes up and says to May, um, you were the best person in the black, please come back with us, um, because you can lead us, and then May, or please come back to Bogan, because you can lead us, and then May is like, 
Actually, no, I don't want to, because I have a family here. Not a very good family, but I have some semblance of a family here. And Spider is like, I know this is going to be hard for you to hear, but, like, Shane was as good as a father as you're ever going to get. I know that he took your memories from you. But he didn't actually take your memories. He just stored them in this little hard drive. Here's this hard drive. See ya. Um, I'm not going to see you for the rest of the season. Or, like, for the rest of the show at all. Um... Anyways, monster design. This cat six, like, look, it looks like a ripoff of Axe Head, and it's kind of stupid because there is an Axe Head in this season. So yeah, it's green, and it has a rock. It's it has a, like a very bumpy uh, skin texture. I don't know how else to describe it. It has two arms. It's fairly humanoid, but it's not a... At least I don't think it's a hybrid. Anyways, let's move on, shall we? Characters, because I do want to talk about the characters and their arcs in this show. Taylor is exactly the same. He is a jerk, as always. I do not like him in this season. I don't care if I did say that I actually liked him last season. I don't I don't like him very much this season. Haley, she's adorable. She I I I wanted her character to succeed the most and it seems like her character succeeded the least in this show. And that's just that's sad. Her mother dies in front of her. Her son, her son quotation marks gets kidnapped nearly dies and then like she she go she goes through so much and she does so much crying in this show i think she she's going to have to go to therapy for like years on end cuz i think the black has messed with her a lot anyways let's move on to may my favorite character in this entire show may gets so much character development in this as we're in the first season, she was a ruthless, murderous mercenary. She she tones it back a little bit. Like, in the last season, she was just like, I'm going to kill everything that is in my path. Now she's been toned down a bit, and now that she sees her past memories, she kind of calms down and becomes part of this family, this weird, messed up family. But that's besides the point. Let's move on to Boy. Boy is Boy. He will always be Boy, and he always is Boy. Brina. That's how much characterization they gave her in this show. Okay. Favorite and least favorite moments. My favorite moment is probably when uh, Atlas blows up and everybody is safe. Like... Every single person is safe. And this show has a tendency of killing people off. If you listen to my first episode on this show, you'll know what I talk about. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyways, least favorite moment? I didn't have one. I know that's against the rules. I don't care. This show was great. I don't have a least favorite moment, honestly. 
Every death was climactic and had a payoff. Every single scene was like art. The score was beautiful, and I already have it downloaded. This was a beautiful show. You know what? I don't... I don't really think I have to do an impact for this. It was good enough to get a second season. And it should have gotten a third. I guess final thoughts. Um, My final thoughts on this... This show is freaking art. And if you haven't watched this yet... What is wrong with you? You need to watch this. This is art. The cinematography, the score, the characters. Everything about this show was beautiful. And if you don't agree with me, then you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, you can li- uh but this was art. Just just saying. Just putting that out there. Anyways, you can find me pretty much anywhere. I'm trying to make my podcast more accessible, so if you can't find me, then you should probably put that in an iTunes review. I'm going to plug this as much as I can. Anyways, um, leave a review on iTunes. I will read it out on the cast, and you will get a, a little mention and a thank you. I mean, everybody, thank you for listening already, but you know. And without further ado, this concludes Pacific Rim. The Black, Season 2. I'll see you all on the other side. Bye!